welcome to another episode of the two bros podcast we are two bros this is the two bros podcast welcome welcome and today we are doing a christmas special i have with me the engine cadet from denmark hello michella hello how are you today i'm good so i we've been talking about this doing this for a very long time and finally because we've had a rare day off <laughs> if we've sat down and we're going to talk about women at sea so yes do tell me i mean uh, i i don't know about i mean i told you about how the culture in india is where it's it's barely like i had a batch of what 250 people and there were five women in that entire batch what's it like in in denmark what's it what's the well, general opinion uh, like we are a little more women that going for the sea part i have a class at um where we started the 100 mm-hmm. and we have five girls there mm-hmm. so there's a little higher rate but it's not a lot yet mm-hmm. um i think it's 2% okay so um, what what is it about life at sea that brought you to uh, to towards it what is it about it what what attracted you towards this profession i have always been very interested in indians and motors and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then i heard about maritime engineer mm-hmm. i could come out here and have uh, especially the working hours the you are away for a long time mm-hmm. but then you're home and you're off okay you're just off you don't have to do the 8 to 17 job every 5 days and then have two days of weekend mm-hmm. or here it's 10 weeks in 10 weeks off but you have a 10 weeks contract what Yeah. Okay. That's for the Danish people. Weeks. No, no, Danish it's 10 weeks. Why the chief has that long man? <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Okay, that sounds fair now, but again, this is a when we back in India, our contract was when we have we used to have I used to have a 5 month contract and the guys now are up to like 6 month contracts. So I uh-huh. reckon that is a bit of a dissuading factor for women because being away for that long. Although I'm not sure. And of the five women in my batch, I think one became an actual pilot hmm. like a port pilot not the not the flight pilot <laughs> it's a different kind of pilot she became a pilot and she's in fact the world's first female pilot or something it's yeah she was on oh, wow. the maritime podcast uh, uh, I can't remember which one which episode number but her name is Reshma and I, I spoke to her on Instagram I texted her after I heard that episode I texted her and I congratulated her for that achievement uh one is in the office or we two are in the office the fourth one is i think she's just left and she's doing marketing for somebody now and the fifth one i have no idea i'm not in touch so they've pretty much everyone's left sailing and that's just what it is yeah yeah i kind of forgot about all the tech side there's mm-hmm. a lot more girls on that side oh yeah okay, okay, okay. i'm still in school um and on that deck side mm-hmm. there were around 10 or 15 girls that mm-hmm. started there so i think 100. Uh, they were also 100 so out of mm-hmm. 200 on both tech and indian side we were 20 girls 20 out of 200 so i mean yeah but do you see this as a long term thing like do you see yourself sticking around at sea for yes uh, i yeah. do i i want to stay out here i want to i want to become chief out here <laughs> <laughs> let's okay let's come to that that's a good that's a good segue to my next question what, what what exactly do you like about life at sea now that you've done two ships what what all do you like about it I like the way we're working. Mm-hmm. Um I I I like the way we're working the um the Indian side part. Mm-hmm. 
I can't speak for the tech side. I like we have a work from eight seventeen like every day. Some days a little shorter, and I'm a cadet, so I have my Sundays off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, but normal days eight to seventeen is really nice. And I like that we have a ship manager kind of telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. I like that system, um, even though it can also be a little pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. I think it's mine. For to be honest, but I don't think I don't know. Why I'm, I'm hearing it. You're hearing it, okay? So. Um. So yeah, but I, I'm also coming there at some point. Mm-hmm. So I do like that part. Okay. Um. Oh no. <laughs> um. For me, it was it was mostly about. I mean, in the initial phase, it was just about learning how systems work. And like you said, just coming back home and you're completely free. Nobody is bothering you. No emails, no texts, nothing. <laughs> and that for me is that for me is key because I really value my free time. And I don't want to like have people texting me about stuff when I'm supposed to be off. And now more than ever, because now I've reached that three on three off stage where it's just it's just when I'm off for three months, it's just it's just a just a blessing. Now we we touched about about uh, we touched about how. Uh, the number of women are a little bit less, but they are going up. I mean, from what I've uh, yeah. told, what let's come to what 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 are the challenges you might face as a woman? I reckon it's different being on board for, as a, compared to a, what a man goes through and what a woman would go through. Just enlighten us about certain things that you feel would be a challenge if it is challenging to yeah. have um, not friends. I don't want to say it's challenging to have friends, but it's challenging to be with guys out here because there's a lot of talk going around on ships and every time there's also this oh a girl and a guy is seen together Mm -hmm. so it's hard to just have a person to talk to Mm -hmm. um it's also like you can't really be that close to people without having other people talk about it and that's definitely a challenge and it's Mm -hmm. a challenge for me but well, yeah, I guess that's, and there's also a certain part of the the dynamic change as soon as a girl comes in, in a room, let's say workshop. When I come in there at first, people are like, oh no, we can't talk about this now because you are here. <laughs> uh, and so they kind of learn, like get to know me and understand I'm still, a, I, I can be a part of that humor there. But they will be a little hesitator to to speak about certain things, mm-hmm. and also in the start, people will sometimes be a little hesitate to let me do certain jobs because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. It's not that much, but I still feel it. I reckon this is going to be like a. It'll take time. I think it's for some people. It's still a bit of a culture shock because I remember on my on my last trip, there was we got an email which said that we were going to get a lady third officer. And I was friends with the second officer that he and I used to hang out. And the minute he found out, he told me, oh, yeah, it's no good. We should not have women on board. I said, why? And he's like, no, 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 it's just not good. The crew start fighting and then this and that. I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he was still adamant that it's it's no good. But when she actually joined and then he actually, like, because second officer and third officer hand over the watch to each other. Yeah. When he actually spoke to her and spent time with her and got to that she's an actual person, not just a girl. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was okay. And he was like, yeah, she's all right. Then we can hang out. And then uh, we used to call her for movies in the evening. And we used to talk yeah. and stuff. But yeah, this this I've seen like where, I mean, obviously, if you have, if you've had, uh, if you've been at Siva so long and you've not been with women and you talk a certain way with the crew and then suddenly, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe, uh, I have noticed it sometimes. Yeah, the yeah. chief mate kind of says something and then you realize, oh, shit. There's, yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lady in the, in the crew now. And and that can be a little annoying because mm-hmm. I have the same humor, <laughs> sometimes even worse. <laughs> so yeah, that's okay. yeah. Now, coming to my next question, I mean, I've I heard a podcast somewhere very recently where they emphasize that this profession is just mm-hmm. it's male dominated. But I would I would say that back when I went to college back in what two thousand and six. Okay. Even then, they were saying it's open for everybody. Anybody can join, but just five women showed up, and that was it. So it's not that it's shutting its doors for women. It's for me, I would say women would not want to be here, or they don't want to be here. Maybe not as much as elsewhere. Maybe it's a family thing. Maybe it's I don't know. They think it's a safety thing. But do you think it's purposely male dominated? Not purposely, no. It's just. Um... It's definitely a lot more open now. It mm-hmm. was at some time where it wasn't really open for girls or women. Now it's everybody can join. Mm-hmm. There is still, of course, some um, people in between that doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. But that's the people part. The job itself and the companies, they want girls. Mm-hmm. They want girls actually a lot. But I think from society aspect also that girls has a lot more hesitant to take jobs like this mm-hmm. because of family yeah. I have been asked so much oh what will you do when you get like a husband kids mm-hmm. then you have to stop saying like no I don't mm-hmm. so that's one thing that can stop people from not even trying mm-hmm. um, yeah. but the job itself I don't see it as a purposely main lemonade um, but you do have to have a certain character to work in it, if yeah, it makes fine. sense. Okay, fair enough. Now, again, what, what do you what do you recommend it to the young women out there who might listen to this? Because I'm going to throw in some keyword, they might search for it as a career option. Would you recommend it? <laughs> I would definitely recommend looking at it. I would mm-hmm. definitely recommend if it just had the slight interest in it, mm-hmm. check it out. Because it's not as bad as people are telling. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as the horror stories we are hearing. Yeah. It is actually quite good, and it's not a lot different from back home, except you are seeing the world. Yeah, again, it's like everything else. People just hear the bad stuff. Like uh, I remember when uh, ever the, the ship ever given that stuff in Switzerland, everybody oh, yeah. found out about it, and then suddenly it's like, oh, this also happened. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sometimes you hear about the, the, the harassment cases they go out in the in, in, in the news. You don't hear about the regular day as much, and that was my intention of uh, when I when I record this these episodes. That was my intention to throw light on the general life where it's it's actually a, a life here. It's not yeah. It's not a cruise ship. It's work. <laughs> it's, it's good work. It's it's a good atmosphere. And it's it's clean air, clean water, clean everything, and it's just a nice place to be. And I would say, but yeah, that's just my opinion. It definitely, it's nice to be yeah. here, um, and normally it's really nice but mm-hmm. it's normally also just a job yeah it's job right. as if i was home mm-hmm. i would almost do the same things when i'm don't work or don't go to school for my like 
I will go home and watch my TV shows. Mm-hmm. Here, I will go here and watch my TV shows. <laughs> so it's not that different. Um, and you still have the option to be in contact with all your friends at home. I still talk with my mom usually and everything there. It's... I mean, the internet is pretty decent here. So oh, yeah, especially here. You get on calls and video calls, and that's it's around the clock. It's not I like... was I was surprised I could do that much video call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is actually surprising for me. Yeah, we couldn't do that on my last ship for sure, but this, this ship uh, is just a little bit better. I just want to throw a question out there because I would feel like some of our lady listeners will have this question because, again, you almost always hear the bad stuff. It's, it's just that safety angle. Do you mm. feel like it's safe on board for a woman? Do you feel safe? I do. I do feel safe. Do you feel enough is being done to ensure safety for women? I'm almost at a point where I feel sometimes it's too much, there's too much focus on some certain things. Mm -hmm. Because then you're again getting split. Um, But but safety, yeah, I haven't experienced anything Mm -hmm. at all um, negatively, like bad or anything. Okay then. I mean, I reckon it's it's a case to case thing. It's uh, different for different experiences for everybody, and sometimes it's a question of uh, uh, sensitivity. Sometimes people oh, yeah. have to react to certain things differently than uh, other things. Yeah, you you. I feel that you have to have a certain amount of thick skin mm-hmm. to to be, um, but I don't see it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if a person is too sensitive about their, I think they could definitely see my experience as different Mm -hmm. than I do. I see. I mean, I, I, something even I think I need, even I think I need to thick skin after so many years dealing with certain nationalities. Yeah. Because that's just how they talk. You just kind of have to take it. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you don't (laughs) take it, you're just just going to upset yourself. Because... They don't mean it. They've said it. That's just how it is. That's just how people talk. And then you've ruined yourself. You've ruined your mood. And then it's just, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's I I learned that pretty quick on my last ship. Yeah. It, it, it took me a few days to figure out they don't mean the way they are saying it. Fair enough. Fair enough. But after that, everything was fine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, we've covered that. But Michelle, <laughs> thank you for sharing all this with us. Now let's come back to the week that we've had. Again, oh, yeah. I missed out a few weeks. I don't know how many weeks I missed. I missed about two weeks. I think this should be number 13 for me yeah yeah so now at the moment we are hanging out with them pirates oh yeah that's one of the five questions i get from everybody first question is uh don't you get seasick i get that a lot don't you get yeah. seasick yeah it's oh very, wow it's very weird. and that's number one pretty much then where did you go i mean that's okay that's not part of the job to be honest i'm not like traveling <laughs> for a reason it's not a leisure craft uh, the other thing I get is, where are you based out of? That doesn't make any sense to me because you're technically not based out of anywhere. You join wherever the ship is and then the ship takes you wherever it wants to go. And the other bit I get is, don't you get, what about pirates? Oh, yeah, That's yeah. a question I keep getting a lot. Pirates. And pirates, of course, made famous by uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> that was number one. Then actual pirates in, in Somalia, which is a couple of years ago. And now, like, I would feel like, so I used to be on ships which used to go to West Africa, you know, the Nigeria and the Guinea area and all these. Those piracy, I would say, is more serious there because it's more violent. 
Yeah. Uh, Somalia, however, has kind of uh, backed down a bit. It had gone down to almost zero, but now I feel it's a little bit, it's coming up again. But with the issue with pirates is it's it's rare. And again, it's one of those things that you you just hear the bad stuff. And it's, it's so and so ship was attacked or ransom or kidnappings and all of that. But I mean, I've been transiting this area for, I don't know, 10, 15 years now. Nothing's happened, to be honest. Pirates are confined to certain areas. There have been cases of theft off the coast of uh, even Bangladesh, sometimes even India or the eastern coast sometimes. Oh, wow. That has happened. Even the Singapore Straits, can you imagine yeah. the number of ships there and the speed <clears throat> there and people getting attacked in those straits? I don't know. Oh. You hear cases every now and then. But yeah, it is. Uh, with pirates, I mean, it does happen. I mean, I remember I, remember I was telling you the story that uh, I woke up one morning and I read an email about a piracy attack on a ship. Yeah. We were at anchor in the same area. Oh. And then I went to the bridge in the morning for the meeting that we used to have with the captain and the chief engineer and the chief mate. And that ship was right there. <laughs> it was right there. So apparently robbers climbed up from the anchor chain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And there was an oil tanker. They like uh, poured a pipe in their cargo hold or some drums and they siphoned off some petrol in some buckets and they just <laughs> went away. <laughs> that was it. So that kind of petty crime does happen. But of course, there's like violent stuff as well. But it's rare. And... Uh, I would say, I mean, it does happen, but not that frequently as the, the media would have you believe. So, yeah, we're transiting uh, the corridor and uh, heading up towards the Red Sea in a few days. And then Suez Canal on the 27th? 27th. Oh, yeah, I just changed the 28th. Mm-hmm. Transit on the 28th. And then all the way up towards Rotterdam on the 7th, where I sign off and you and sign me. off. And me, I'm also signing off. Oh, it's going to be good. That. It's been a long trip. It's been. <laughs> Very long. Uh, I, what day is it? Twenty fourth. So I will complete three months tomorrow, technically. So yeah. Days, yeah. So yeah. Anything 24th. else? Just extra time on board. The Danish Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Yeah. So this is. I, I, I'm staying extra because my believer wanted to have Christmas and New Year's at home, and I pretty much don't do anything, especially now with the whole COVID thing. <laughs> Things are shut down. Uh, yeah, it's, I can't do much anyway. So I figured might as well because uh, he wanted to have Christmas at home. So yeah, why, why not? And speaking of Christmas, we had Christmas at sea. Oh yeah, Christmas yeah. at sea. So what did we have? We had the whole gifts thing. I mentioned that uh, one gift every day. I got what did I get? <laughs> I got a beanie and a face hydration. A, ooh, I, I didn't know yeah. men used to men have like a hydration uh, serum for men. Oh yeah, serum. So well done. And apparently has French mountain water. Oh, French mountain water. <laughs> okay, I tried it. I felt no difference. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that's technology wasted. I guess. Anyway. Um. Uh, that was that. A lot of people got interesting stuff. What did you get? I got a t-shirt, a Vans t-shirt, and a, uh, a Rita Sport chocolate. Okay. That was nice. Some of the other things, people got like a tiny volleyball or something. Yeah, tiny handball. Tiny handball One guy even got a basketball. Basketball. And some other merchandise, oh, uh, some clothes yeah, and things. Nice okay, it was interesting to see whose name comes up in the morning. <laughs> For the longest time, I was convinced my name is not even in there. So oh, yeah. it took a while. Um, me, me, further, like, yeah. yeah. So that happened, and then yesterday we had. Oh no, not yesterday. We had we had some games planned, which was last Saturday on the 18th. 18, yeah. Obviously organized by yours, yours truly because uh-huh. were gonna do it. It was good help, right? Yeah, you, you were good help. You were kind of last minute help. In the <laughs> anyway, so we had a, a treasure hunt, and the weather. Oh my God, it was boring. Okay, it was like it was <laughs> God, yeah. puddles on not puddles, the rivers on the ship, right? <laughs> Insane. So this rainwater covered in rainwater, and then 
You know, the first time I've gone to a drying room and I've seen everyone's shoes there. Oh yeah, everyone's shoes. And I think I got like through three boiler suits because they were just completely wet for... My notebook, the diary which I carry, got soaked a couple days earlier because of that (laughs) seawater. Oh yeah, we had all this again because of this. And now at this point, it's just a flimsy piece of paper. It can come off any time. It's believable. It's like unbelievable still paper. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Still works. So we had, we, what did we have? We had, we had treasure hunt, then we had a dart tournament, we had a basketball, basketball shooting contest because it was too much rain, we couldn't have actual basketball, which was like the whole contact sport thing, we didn't do that. The treasure hunt was really interesting, I had never tried anything mm-hmm. like that, and that was really interesting. I mean, I organized this on my last ship, but it was a bit, it was a smaller ship, so we could run around here, people just gave up in the middle, like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it was too much running uh, from one end to the other end. That's yeah. 400 meters from yeah, one yeah. end to another. It's a little like, far well, away. So we had that last week, and I didn't uh, mention that in a, in a separate episode. Then we had a bingo session. Oh, yeah. There's some big prizes up for grabs, apparently, like drones and stuff. And yeah. Some had... kind of a GoPro camera as well? Uh, no, no, just a selfie stick. But we oh, had sorry. a full kit of uh, like drills. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That was so interesting. Um, and a drone, of the course. There, there was uh, some kind of a alarm clock or a wake with a wake up feature wake up. with the light changes as yeah. you wake up. Interesting concept. I don't know if it works or not. Yeah, with the FM like radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, won that one. Nice I, I won that see. one. We, we won that one. I won that one. Have you tuned into some nice radio station? Yeah, no, no, I think I will wait till I come home. Well, that was good, and then this morning I wake up, it's the 24th, and I reckon because I had, I thought I had a, G, a discussion with the chief officer, and we discussed that today was supposed to be working, mm. and it's 25th, which is actually off. Yeah. So we all woke up, and then the guys in the engine room told me, uh, the deck side is off today, and I'm like, huh, really, nothing. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, so I woke up on time for nothing, that was a wasted up. We all did. Sleep a little bit longer, so yeah, but apparently it's off tomorrow as well, and I'm still not on work, so that's good. I'm looking so, forward to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's going on. And today there's going to be a, I have no idea what it's going to be. It's going to be a big spread. I don't think it's going to be a barbecue. No, no, no it's just kind of some kind of dinner. Yeah. It's okay. one actual barbecue and one leftover <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was nice. Apparently people didn't eat enough. But, uh, yeah. And I think today was also having an Indian dish and a Filipino dish and a Danish. Maybe it's a, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if they're actually making it, but yeah. I think that was the plan for it. It's probably Sam. He's probably going to make He's a vegetarian. He's really struggling. This morning I saw him eating oh, yeah. rice and baked beans. Oh man, it's tough being a vegetarian. Yeah, also. I'm seeing him re- eating rice and salt and pepper. Yeah, especially on this trip. Like my last trip had an Indian chief food, so they would still make like your vegetables and yeah. Yeah, it's just nothing. not really. There no. days when I was struggling to eat anything. Because yeah, there, there's days where I'm struggling and I'm eating everything. <laughs> yeah, just cold meats and uh, steamed vegetables and baked potatoes. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. And then coming back to work, we had uh, a set of spare. So, we left uh, Malaysia. We had a set of spare cylinder heads delivered to us for the next generator because I remember, if you remember, we did talk about this issue on these uh, generators in particular where they have, uh, if they're standing still for too long, you have cooling water leaking out from one of the cylinder head O-rings that goes inside the unit and then it smashes everything. It's catastrophic. So we received a full set of cylinder heads and the guys were working on it. And uh, our lead man, third engineer, had stitches on his hand and he still carried on. That was, I can't imagine the pain he was still going through, but I 
went there to help him, but something else came up because the only water separator pretty much died. Oh, yeah. So we had to take care of that as well because that's critical equipment. And then you're reaching the corridors and you're heading, we're going to be in Mediterranean. You can't quite run it there as much. So we got that. We got on that. And then the other thing happened with the, the drains getting clogged. <laughs> oh, man, it was just one thing after another. Oh, um, the ballast and... And then the ballast for the tree. Oh, yeah. That was, that was insane. And this is, I reckon it's going to be a thing with, so the thing we have on this ship extra compared to my last ship is the scrubber and yeah. the ballast for the treatment system. And both of them are so annoying. They just, <laughs> oh, they yeah. Don't work, yeah. They just don't want to work. And so the scrubber, it's it's not, it's it's completely malfunctioning at this point. We've tried everything. It's, it's the values of pH, polycyclic, aromatic, hydrocarbons is off the chart. No matter what you do, you increase flow, reduce flow, whatever. This doesn't want to work. Calibrate it twice, apparently. It doesn't work. And then uh, coming to the ballast for the issue, we took in some bad ballast in uh, Shanghai. By bad ballast, I mean it was really murky, sandy, dirty water that completely clogged the filter and I was informed by the chief officer that he's getting some kind of loss, but apparently it worked again after we left uh, Malaysia. And now it doesn't want to work anymore. So <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so we had a, fun with that one. We, yeah, and again, that's the thing that you get from, that's the feedback you get from the deck side. I remember on my last <laughs> when we had the deck crane, they just said, oh, crane is not working. Okay, what's wrong with it? Oh, we don't know. <laughs> so you, go have to, you have to go there, figure out what's wrong. Then come and read the manual, then do some troubleshooting, and then figure out how to do it. So all I know is I was getting a low flow alarm. Now, I don't know what it was. So we tried a whole bunch of combinations. I So we basically... Got we the said, wrong manual at first? We had the wrong manual at first. That's another thing anyway. So my thing was we, we switched off the power to do the work on the filters, because that's what the, the plant maintenance said. And then we opened up the other filter, and it was shining. So I reckon we don't have to do that. And then I found out from the manual that these filters are self-cleaning. So we don't have to clean them. <laughs> so I said, okay, fine. So when you put it, I put the power back on. And sometimes when you reset the power, the set points and the parameters go a little bit off. Mm. I reckon, I thought that was it. So then we started playing with the set points a little bit. And then we got it to work. And then we realized it's actually the filter, which is the problem. And the reading would have you believe that the filter is really, really dirty. But I reckon it's a pressure issue, but now that I've, now that the chief officer told me that it's uh, it was it was working after Malaysia and, and it's it's been working, but now it's giving a giving an alarm. And now now that I think about it, I reckon it's the it's not the outlet uh, pressure indicator; it's the inlet because I think four and a half mm. bar for the inlet is really high because yeah. it's a centrifugal pump which is supplying water. Oh, yeah. And it does not. And if you read the if you read the discharge pressure on the ballast pump, it's about two and a half or about two bar. Full throttle. Oh. It cannot reach four bar. <clears throat> so that's that's what I'm thinking. That maybe it's something there. It could be. It could be. So basically, you trigger the differential pressure alarm. It triggers the backflash, but then the flow reduces, and then it trips. And then we've tried that. We tried running it with the other ballast <laughs> pump. We tried running it with different settings. It just doesn't want to work. So it's a sensor issue. If if the sensors are fine, then I would like want to open it up and because it's a it's a big deal. It's a big job, and then whatever. But surprise, surprise, we got two days off. We got. 24th and 25th August. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the burdens of being a second engineer. Oh, yeah, the perks of being a cadet. It's sure, amazing. Sure. I never got a Sunday off and I was a cadet. It's well, you were not a Danish cadet. Well, that's. <laughs> it's so, not my fault that I'm making that kind of contract. Well, I would want to talk to somebody about it, but it doesn't much chance. But, uh, <laughs> 
Chicago, we had a, we had a survey where they asked employees about oh, it, yeah. stuff like that. Everybody wrote, yeah, this is pointless. I'm not even allowed to answer that one. Yeah, yeah. And on, on the side, in the evenings, we have got the, we have got a marble marathon going on. And trust me, it makes so much more sense now because I, I honestly, <laughs> I struggle with plot lines. I struggle with remembering the characters and I struggle with what happened on the in the last movie. But now that I'm watching yeah. it in sequence and they recommend you doing that now that what is it? Phase three is out. The, the end. The end oh. game was the end of phase three, apparently, or phase three or phase four. I can't remember. One of them. So we're watching it in sequence, starting with Captain America: The First Avenger. Then you move on to Captain Marvel, and then the whole thing again. And now suddenly everything makes sense. And now I can pinpoint where all the Infinity Stones are. <laughs> so last movie, the movie we saw this morning, because the day was off, was Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, which is a very good movie. Uh, the one after that is Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Christmas morning we're planning to watch Infinity War, which is my favorite movie, apparently. <laughs> and my brother disagrees, so he says it's Endgame, which is a more epic movie, but we actually went toe-to-toe. We said, we went like, uh, you know, you have these car tournaments, and you yeah. the other one. We went scene by scene, like, he threw a scene at me from Endgame, I threw a scene at me from <laughs> Infinity War. And it was, it was, a, it was a tie. It was yeah. kind of a tie, yeah. We went from... Uh, I think what's what's the scene from Endgame? The whole Doctor Strange thing and sh- everybody's showing up. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole New Bombay and then I went in and threw in the the, the battle of uh, Wakanda where you know, the, the art. Oh yeah. So we we went toe to toe with this stuff. I think it's kind of nerdy <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. So yeah, uh, I I still think Infinity War was the best movie of them all. A close second would be for me would be Ragnarok, and third would be uh, Incredible. Oh yeah, I had completely uh, forgot how hilarious Ragnarok is. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is that one is hilarious. Yeah, and it's it's such a deviation. If you remember the earlier movies, which are like the series, oh, yeah. establishing the plot line, that is like establishing the complexities of Tony Stark and uh, the troubles of uh, Bruce Banner and uh, Romanov and all these people. And now they've got into like, uh, it's become funny, it's become serious, it's become, it's, I don't know how they've done it. It's basically after these Russo brothers came in. Yeah, yeah, it definitely changed around there. Absolutely. So we got Infinity War. And what's after Infinity War? Endgame. No, wait, there's something in the middle. No. Infinity War and Endgame. That's what my list is saying. And then Spider-Man no way is home. after that. Spider-Man yeah, home, far, far, far from home. Far from home. That's no way home. home is the one that just came out. Okay, far from home. Then we have Shang Chi, which you haven't seen. I haven't seen it. No. You're gonna like it. You're yeah, really gonna like I'm it. looking forward to it. The minute I, I I saw this in the theater, the minute it opened and Shang Chi was playing, I was like, I'm going by myself, but I'm watching <laughs> it. This is this is a couple of days before I joined. So this is back in when did I joined? This was back in September, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the roundup we've had for the last couple of weeks. I hope you guys at home had a good time listening to this episode. I hope we answered a few questions about women at sea. Uh, people are curious. In fact, my relatives have asked me, do you get uh, radio officers on board? And I, I hope they hear this episode and they uh, get those, on, those questions answered. And uh, I hope people at home heard a good chunk of this 31 minute, 31 ish minute episode. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we got a little bit. Uh, for better insight on uh, what life at sea is like. So, thank you for joining us. I hope you have a good Christmas. And I believe the next episode is going to be in the new year. How about oh, that? yeah. How about that? Unless I don't want the 31st. I don't know. I think I'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm see good. Good. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you for joining us, Andy.